Welcome to the Portland Conversations. I'm your host, Doc Normal. Jason Allen is co-creator and co-host of Anarchy Radio, which bills itself as the Northwest's number one internet radio show. When he envisioned a totally wide open, no genre show, little did he know that Anarchy Radio would showcase over 120 music acts along with comedians, politicians, authors, pro wrestlers, and paranormal investigators each week for the past four years. He's here to talk about his new show, Turning Left, a Aggressive political talk show premiering this week on House of Sound Internet Radio. Jason has been accused of going into full shtick mode, and we'll see if I can keep him under control. Jason, welcome to the program. Uh, welcome to a middle-aged uh, fat bald dude on camera sipping water. I'm you know, your host. You know, you're absolutely right. It's like two <laughs> middle-aged dudes, uh, you know, sipping water. <sighs> Yeah. On camera. So I, I'm yeah. actually going to do the, the funky thing right now. Excellent. So you can you can check this. We'll, we'll do, we're going to set up the, this is my camera, but we're going to do it two cameras. So we're going to set up the Excellent. wide shot. So I'm Jerry Todd, if you know that yeah. reference. Second City TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that, man. Yeah. There you go. There we are. Right. Hello. The two of us. Hey. In the, um, in the as yet unnamed studio. So this is like the guinea pig. This right. is like the dry. Right, you know. Of course, I got Jason because it's like. So you're saying I'm patient zero? Is that what? Is <laughs> exactly. That, okay. <laughs> gotcha. So uh, okay. let's talk first. Your uh, Jason and Al, uh, the bald guy of Anarchy Radio. Yep. So yep. tell yep. us about Anarchy Radio. You've been doing this for what, like five, four years and some change? I know four it's hard years. to believe. Yeah, all in the blink of an eye. So when did it start? Our first broadcast was uh, April 29th, two thousand and twelve. Oh. Believe it or not, thank you, Spock. Yeah, second did right. that start? Right, oh. I, I can tell you that too. That's yeah. a great story in and of itself, man. So we. I, I, uh, send a uh, email off at two in the morning. Uh, a friend of mine says, "Hey, they got this place, uh, House of Ten- you know, House of Sound. Uh, you've always wanted to do radio. You should get a hold of them." So I said, "All right, I'll, I'll do that." So I uh, send off a two a.m. email. Hey, you know, I got this weird, wacky idea for a show, and I never expected to hear it back from anything, you know. But lo and behold, they said, oh, "Sure, come on down, tell us what you got." So I went down, and uh, well, his uh, on-air moniker was Astro at the time. And he uh, went through the training and stuff, which I think probably afterhand uh, uh, did not pay much attention to. I wasn't exactly focused because we get there first night of the show, me and Mark walk into the studio and we're ready to get on the air and we have no idea how to get on the air. All right. So our deadline hits and it's going. And so by this time, I'm frantically calling an admin on the phone. Hey, I can't get on. You know, and this is like our show started at midnight to two, right? Yeah. Saturday into Sunday. So I'm, I'm sure at the time she was really happy to get that call. You know, at like twelve oh five a.m. You know, and but no, she was a great sport about. She came down. Uh, and it turned out to be like just. Slide in a button. Was it Heather? Did you call it? It was, oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. And uh, and she was a great sport about too. I mean, she must have, inside, she must have like, oh, my God, what are we doing, you know? But uh, we did. We got on We got on the air half an hour late. We were doing a two-hour show at that time. So our first glorious uh, entrance to the world of uh, internet radio was actually an hour and a half show the first time. But, uh, yeah, we started um, midnight to two, Saturday going into Sunday. 
and we started getting this like this little cult little following, right? And I was like, wow, who's even awake, you know, Saturday? Well, we are, you know, we're night owls. So we started getting this uh, cult sort of following, and so we decided, okay, let's go to a more advantageous time. So we moved uh, Thursdays uh, 10 to 1. And then uh, we started building up even more than that. And so, we, what was the main focus of the show? Or what has been the main focus? Well, remember in Seinfeld when they always talked about the the show that's about nothing, yeah. right? Uh, that's what I wanted to be like when I was talking. You know, when me and Mark were talking about it, we wanted a show that was wasn't hemmed in by any genres or parameters. We could take the show anywhere we wanted, and it always was like it always amazed me. Why and how it hasn't really been done that much before. Everyone's got a genre, you know, we're either local music or we're talk or we're, you know, we're, we're politics or this or that. And man, I just, I wanted to take it anywhere. I wanted, you know, that was the beauty of it. So I wanted it was just free form. It free, was just total free form. You guys didn't have a plan. You were like, let's turn on the mics and right. see what happens. Well, kind of, yeah, but we kind of have all these interests in so many weird and different fields that if you if you design the show a certain way, uh, you couldn't have, let's say, pro wrestlers on a local right. music show, or you couldn't have politicians on a local music show, or anything but, like that. But the show has evolved. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it, you kind of have, you have a formula now. I, I would say a formula... Yeah. Type of a formula. Sure. Which would be, uh, you have, a, it seems like you have a music feature. We do. A local music feature. We do. And yeah. then you have uh, interviews, uh, local or yeah. otherwise. Well, now even um, some national. Yeah. And, uh, Tell uh, us about some of your highlight guests. Highlight guests. guests. In the last um, four years that you've really. Yeah. It sticks in your mind. The funny, the really funny and quirky and cool thing about that is. Uh, we went out and we didn't say to ourselves, "We're going to go out and get the biggest star possible. We're going to, you know, we're going to swing for the fences." We didn't do that. We, you know, who would I like to talk to? Who would Mark like to talk to? And so, uh, my first venture uh, to do that actually was uh, uh, Blake Sakamoto. Yeah. He was with the Dan Reed Network and now with the New Waivers. Dan Reed Network, man. And, I used to uh, go. Back in the day, Dan back, yeah, Eli's, I think Starry it was. Night Club, Starry you know, pre Rosalind Starry Night yeah. Club, and uh, and so he was gracious. Yeah, sure, I'll come on. And uh, he brought his uh, lovely wife at the time, Brenda Braxton, K, yeah. you know, KGW, and she was totally cool with it. Hey, yeah, sure, interview me too. I don't care, you know. And so we're like just talking. I was like, wow, that's really cool. So who do we want next? So uh, my the first, I guess, on the radar, I guess. For lack of a better term, would be uh, international best-selling author Christopher Moore, and uh, he uh, has written oh, wow twenty maybe thirty books now and sold I believe in the range of eleven twelve million books. I mean, he's you know to me one of my favorite author- authors. I mean, I'd love to get this guy sit him down and talk to him. And what a treat and really surreal to be able to do that. You know, what was your thought process about this book? You know, how do you right. approach writing this way? And it was fascinating. How about these? Uh, you had the like the ghost hunters on. Yes, paranormal. Those, yeah. Uh, now you guys, 
Yeah. You kind of have a paranormal track to we the do. show. We do. We do. Which I appreciate because I love uh, a good conspiracy theory. Yeah. I love and before we uh, before we're stuff. done here, I will lay down my own conspiracy theory okay. for you. Okay. Oh, awesome. I'll bounce it and see how you feel about it. That's but when we start drinking. That's a vodka. foreshadowing, folks. Stay tuned. Yeah. No, but our intrepid producer, Big Game James, all right, he uh, loves paranormal and, you know, Mark and I do too. I mean, we grew up listening to Art Bell, you know, Coast oh, yeah. to Coast, Coast Coast AM, and uh, but uh, James and his lovely wife, uh, they, uh, re- you know, they're into uh, like ghost hunting and uh, the paranormal, and so you know, it's like James, like, hey, you know, why don't we get some of these, you know, groups on there? Okay, cool. And so we started off interviewing like paranormal groups, and it's just so fascinating. Everything from the hardware and the science that they use to go out and do this stuff to everything they've encountered, you know, EVPs science, yeah. and video and stuff. And it, it is, it's it's a cool component to the show now that uh, it's never never tires. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we. Uh, didn't we do an interview with them at Comic-Con a couple of years ago, I think, on video? Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 Lovely, lovely couple. Yeah. Just kind of, they just, they did a national show and they just kind of went out there and yeah. did the thing. Yeah. But. So, uh, recently you had, was it Nate Borchers? Nat Borchers. Nat yeah. Borchers. Yeah. Portland Timbers. Nat, yeah. Nate, you know. And uh, Mark and him, they they have this uh, good-natured, almost Jack Benny-esque, Jack Benny, Fred Allen feud, because each one claims that they have the best beard, right? And if you've seen that, Borchers, he has got a lovely mane of flowing beard, right? And and Mark Mark has had his beard a couple, I think a year and a half, going on two years now. And he's quite proud of his beard. There's a photo down there. And uh, both of them are, and so it's, it almost turned into a uh, a beard off, right? And uh, I, I was uh, joking. I said, you know, the winner, you know, can win some sort of trophy, and the loser uh, has to shave their beard off live on the air. But of course, you know, these guys here are are actually looking at the beards in amazement. Right. That's a die robot a spotlight local music guest uh, number one hundred and twenty one. And uh, oh, there's me hamming it up. And, uh, and this is your new website, right? Brand spanking new. Uh, AnarchyRadio.net. Uh, brand new. It launched uh, Saturday morning. Uh, Pamela with, uh, uh, I believe it's a Web Zero Works. Uh, Pamela Zero, uh, she uh, built a really cool interactive uh, site for Anarchy Radio and for what really we want to do and take it into the future. I mean, she went out and uh, she put in just in my, at least in my humble opinion, a top-notch streaming player. Because, you know, if you're doing inter- anything sort of audio, radio, whatever, audio's king. You know, you live and die by that. And she yeah. uh, she really embraced all that. Uh, she uh, uh, built the, the complete site for us, including a really cool uh, calendar which not only tells you, but you can click on it, and we'll, it'll even go to more of an in-depth of what exactly is going on, uh, what the event is, how much it costs, the address, everything like that. And some calendars don't do that. It's just a, you know, it's just a headline. And I thought that was kind of cool. Not only that, we have a blog where uh, we can like uh, give our uh, own uh, two cents worth, and it's uh, it's I think the base of a really cool uh, website that as we grow and as we uh, 
really start doing everything we want to do on the site. I mean, it, it is fantastic. And uh, she uh, she went above and beyond the Call of Duty on that. Yeah, and, then, and there it is right there. We did it, and that's brand, brand spanking brand new. And so that's kind of featuring. Still has that new website smell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. When, when that runs out, you get a little tree and just. Get <laughs> right, right. The, uh, yeah, you know. You know, pine. Now the site pine. smells like pine. The website smells very piney. So basically, yeah. you know, here's a, a couple guys who go into the studio, have no clue what they're you're doing at all not at all yeah mark uh he, and now you're this yeah uh interviewing yeah mark was a uh, mark was guys. a journalism major i was a history i mean we know nothing about radio i mean we we didn't none of us have communications degrees and uh but we were huge fans of ra- radio and like, man if we ever got the chance this would be great we could do it and uh, it, it's nice. Uh, it's it's nice to see, kind of at least in some form, a dream realized. You know. Wow. I mean, it's yeah. just uh, so. You've got you've got the site set up. Yeah. You know what what's your what's your like, uh, you know. What's the master target, plan? Yeah, your target guest. Say like oh. like say like you yeah. know. When that Obama retires from the president, you know, I'm hoping we can Skype in and... and right. Uh, hey, Barack, yeah. it's uh, Jason. Yeah, hey. Uh, no, uh, wow. Good, great question. Um, because of the parameters of the show is so wide open, right? Anarchy. I mean, it could go anywhere at any time. Right. Uh, and t- totally... And another thing that a lot of people, it, it boggles the mind when they hear it. Because uh, we don't talk about it much, especially not on the air. But I'll give you a little secret: everything is unscripted. Everything that pops out of our uh, out of our pie holes through the whole show. I mean, y- you look on some terrestrial shows. Scripted interview, right? Right, right, yeah. right, right. Look into the teleprompter, please. Yeah. And uh, but no, because of the wide open nature of Anarchy Radio, uh, guests. I mean, our target guests are is pretty much. Uh, e all of the above, you know. Uh, we've had on politicians, pro wrestlers, actors, comedians, musicians. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And uh, um, to some degree, we're guided by people who listen to the show that say, "Hey, you've got to get these people on. Can you go get these people? This would make a great interview." And, oh, okay, sure, we'll do it. You know, and. Uh, that's kind of a fun way to make radio and, and audio, you know, the show itself a little more interactive because we have our own likes and dislikes and the people who listen to the show, you know, maybe they want to hear something and we can bring it to them, you know. Oh, that's great. That's great. Any uh, any video or keeping it audio, keeping it podcasting? For the moment, yeah. For the moment, it will be uh, audio only. Uh I would like to introduce into the future, me personally, I'd like to introduce more of a video concept. We have done a little bit either on like a Facebook Live or Periscope uh, when we have like an in-studio, you know, uh, interview, just, you know, little snippets of it and showing video. And that's something I I really wish we could uh, take advantage more of because it just opens up uh, a whole new road, you know, YouTube, uh, uh, running video streaming off the site itself, and uh, something I can see in the future. Yeah, that's cool. So uh, you got a new thing that's popping up. 
yes. right now. Yes. And so you're here to talk about that as well. So this is a sure. new show. Brand new, yeah. That you are doing. Yes. Yeah. Um, this is kind of like your your solo side of the album from Monarchy Radio. So. <laughs> right. Remember the Kiss solo albums? They all released one on the same day. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. And Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer kind of did the works, <laughs> which each side of the record was like, oh, this is Carl Palmer's side. There's a lot of drums on that one. I want to um, be Lake or Palmer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Emerson's all right, but I want to be hey, Lake or Palmer. May he rest in peace. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so tell us about your new project, which is called Turning Left. Turning Left with Jason, Jason Miller. Miller. Right, all official and, uh, wow, serious. Yeah. Uh, no, I, the, the idea originally is I, I was very uh, politically motivated in my early uh, uh, 20s, and I just got disenfranchised and... And, you know, I'm not political anymore. Well, as the 2016 presidential uh, campaign has been in, you know, full swing, uh, I find myself getting more engaged again. And, like, you know, my wife, you know, like, oh, you got to see this interview. What about this? And finally, she's like, man, why don't you just go get your own show and you can talk about it rather than bothering me? You know, it's like, oh, all right, sure. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> Your weekend, yeah. Anytime you bug your wife, it's right. like, Just go make a show. Go get your go own make a podcast. Show. Go yeah. make a show. Don't don't talk to me about it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the show is um, a progressive political radio talk format, um, and I make no bones about the biasness of it. That it's not going to be. You know, you're not. You are not watching CNN. Okay, and uh, it's. What I believe, uh, what my uh, co-conspirator and all this is, uh, Doug Bell, who we, we will call Brother Bell on the air, because he's, uh, he's the brotherhood of man's brother. He's everyone's brother. And uh, Tell us a little bit about uh, Doug. Doug, well, he is a, a fantastic... Uh, and he's not a part of Anarchy Radio. No, he's not. Uh, we, uh, we hooked up when we were both in the integrated media department out at Mount Hood, uh, and uh, it was just... From the first day, you know, sat down, we started talking. It's like just the chemistry, you know, riffing off back and forth. And it, it also helps that uh, Brother Bell, Doug, he is wicked smart. I mean, he is a, he is an Encyclopedia Britannica on two legs. Okay, so when you sit down and talk to him, uh, he's articulate, he's funny, and it's like, man, I want to do a radio show with you, man. I don't know what format yet. I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to do it, you know? And so... Uh, so did 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 you pitch him the politic? Yeah, politics I, I did. I said, or? I want to do a new show, and it's about politics. And, and it'll be really, really funny. I promise. Right, right. Because I said, you know, you, you listen to all the shows on the right, you know, the Limbaugh's, the Hannity's, all that stuff. And there's just so much cacophony and 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 anger in it. And and I wanted to bring a show that was like the audio version of either Bill Maher or Jon Stewart. Something snarky and funny where you can learn about something, but not feel like you're getting preached to. You know what I mean? Like, you got to believe this way. If not, you're going to hell. You know, nothing like that. I wanted to. Uh, uh, Actually, I'd be okay with that. If right. Yeah. Get the suit, you know, you know televangelist, yeah. you know. Yes. Oh, right. We can talk about that later. Right. 
Coming Next soon. Next to the paranormal, the televangelist. <laughs> a right? paranormal televangelist. Oh, my gosh. Your house is clean. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to edit that out because we've got a show here. So right now, I'm just... Mm, mm, yeah, it's right. Exactly. You can put in the light bulbs later. But yeah. that ding. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's a, it's a progressive political talk show uh, talking about uh, what's going on in the world. But I wanted to... Because, you know, Anarchy Radio has kind of a local music thing. I wanted to do more of a local thing. So we are uh, ad- advocating and really shining a light on the local grassroots, I mean, in the trenches politics. And uh, we've got some exciting guests coming on here in the weeks and in the months to come. And uh, it's all about you feeling uh, connected again. So many people are like, ah, my vote doesn't count. No one listens to me. Uh, politics, schmalitics, you know, it's it, it's outside. I can't uh, so is think that, about it. Is that the the idea of the local bent for you to yeah. get connected locally? Yes. It's really hard. It is. And especially in 2016. Yes. In, in uh, a, such a polarized environment. It's really hard to get connected with that. And I think, oh, most Americans are rather Somewhat disconnected because they're looking at their choices. Disconnected, exhausted, uh, combative. The engine that drives yeah. that. And, uh, but you can get involved. Yes. In your If you want to change the locality. world, right? I'm a really a, a firm believer of this. If you want to change the world, it's got to start with yourself. Okay, And it's got to start with what you believe in and what you stand for. And I believe that uh, if there is a show that you can listen to, and this segues into the new uh, segment on the show called Cause of the Week, which we will highlight either a campaign or a, a cause or uh, an issue or whatever, and we'll know. And, and we're not only going to tell you what it's about, but we're going to encourage you to find out more about it. And not only that, we're going to tell you where you can go to become involved in it. Because a lot of people, they see stuff on TV, and wow, that sounds great. But I don't even know how to even go about doing that. So uh, let's turn the channel, you know, and watch something else. So we're gonna we're gonna hand it to you. We're gonna we're gonna say here's the issue, here's the cause, here's who you can call, here's here how you can get involved in this, and uh, at such the grassroots trench level. And I really think uh, maybe above all in the show, I think that's what's gonna resonate. What what kind of um, what kind of causes do you just see off the top of your head? I mean, I, I yeah. think you've put some thought behind this. Oh, you bet. It's going to be yeah. local. It's going to be Portland, Portland metro area, yes. Oregon. Yep. The Southwest Tri-County. Washington. Yeah, Tri-County area, Southwest Washington. Yeah. So uh, what kind of uh, things are you looking at right now? Well, a little more foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the debut episode, which is 9-11, yeah, tell me that was coincidence, right? Yeah. And uh, the very first cause of the week is going to be the Portland Rescue Mission. Uh, oh, and it's wow. a cause that is near and dear to Brother Bell's heart. He uh, has been involved with the Portland Rescue Mission for several years. And uh, he's one of those guys. Off of Burnside? Yep. Um, yep. What is that? An- Ankeny? Or is that? Uh, yeah, it, I think it's uh, yeah around Ankeny. And where her bodies and all of that. Exactly. That, that yeah. Area. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's been involved with them for several years. And he's one of those guys that's not behind the day. I mean, he is in the trenches doing good work day in and day out. And I thought that would be kind of a cool start for the segment. 
to do that. And in the future, we're going to have everything from income inequality uh, to uh, grassroots uh, political organ- organizing. How if you want to be uh, become involved in like uh, the either the school system or just any sort of plug and play grassroots issue. And uh, I think uh, I, I think it's it'll, at least that segment. I think it's a winner. I think yeah. it's going to be good. Yeah, and you're going to make this. So you're, the the problem with local politics yeah. and local political shows because you know if you're uh you know you get in late on a saturday evening after all night partying and you're up and you turn on the tv and right. it's like i have no idea what that's like at all or 5 a.m yeah. uh a local politics show that they put in in this segment that no one's ever gonna watch right yeah, right yeah, and yeah. these are pretty dry affairs i mean these are pretty pretty dry uh sure boring uh, sure type of shows so it's, so it, so injecting that humor yeah. and uh, entertainment in there uh probably is a good idea well and humor uh is such at least in my life and i know doug's life too and, and mark and radio humor is such a a huge component of our lives. I mean, we right. just, we are weirdos. We're quirky. This is what we, you know, what well, we do. I, I guess my point is that, yeah, like national politics right now is yes. just a, is just an entertainment fest uh, for better. Well, probably for worse. Um, yeah. I mean, it, because it, it is serious, but, uh, but let's face it. I mean, it's it's like watching some of the pro wrestling you guys cover on Anarchy Radio to watch sure. like the presidential election or tabloid fast food yeah. entertainment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, and local politics is usually just very dry, yes. and, and not as entertaining. Now, Portland's had some entertaining political things lately. Sure, sure. But um, would you are the types of guests you're going to have like yes. both. Uh, Political figures and entertainment figures who are yeah. politically involved, yeah. or how's yes. that going to work? Uh, we are, are going to uh, interview uh, uh, Congress, Congress, Congress people. Uh, we're going to yeah. interview people who run the polit- uh, political action committees. Uh, we're going to interview uh, volunteer coordinators. We're going to interview uh, local notables and celebrities who have a uh, advocacy or are a little more politically driven. And uh, it's not only what it is the issue or who they are. I want to. I want you know. If you're going to get behind a candidate, right? It's got to be more than just a picture on the page of a voter's registration. I mean, I want to know who these people are, right? <laughs> that that's there's always like you open up. Who is it? It's like right. You know, the black and white glossy photo, you yeah. know, and the short bio. Oh wow, you got a bachelor's of arts yeah. from. You were a janitor at your church when you were in high school. Okay, right. Um, you know, it's you're like, who are these people? You right, know? and uh, at the local level. There's just not that connectivity where you can find out, you know, really how these, you know, what what's the cut of their jib, you know, and uh, I'm going to try to inject that into the show where you can, you know, your local congressman, your local, uh, uh, you know, state legislature uh, individual, uh, who these people are, what their likes and dislikes, because I think in the long run, if people can connect to them, uh, it, it makes politics 
not such a standoffish, dirty thing, you know, that these people are flesh and bone and they have ideas and uh, they have definitely really cool personalities. That's a, uh, you're selling me on this idea. Thank you. Actually. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying that cause I'm doing this show. No, okay. no, actually, we'll, we'll actually edit that out. Yeah. In, yeah. In no, post. Uh, actually, uh, I, I like the idea because the voters, the voter pamphlet idea, yeah. when you go like in November, when we go, to vote yeah there's going to be who would you like for president and and yeah. you're going to know those names right because nationally yeah nationally really well yeah but when it goes to the county assessor and you know or which may not be a choice it might just be one person right um, yeah. the, the, the ones that okay so here's what i really want you to do okay here's your uh, my, my task okay as a fan doug when show. you see this Take, an, take yeah, note. Take note. Doug. Okay. <laughs> Doug, yeah. Take a note. I want to get into the deep okay. and dirty political underbelly. Seedy underbelly. Wastewater management. Oh, well. I mean, there's those district managers who yes. are the, wait, or the, the, the water management, you know, right, environmental right. beer. What, what, what do they even call them on the ballot? You go... Wow, I can vote for one of these. Sanitation department chair number five, you exactly. know. Exactly. You know, or you know what I'm talking right. about. Right. If it's it was Star like, Trek, they would have the red, you know, the red shirt yeah. on in the background. Right. Yeah. Like, like yeah. you know, can you go in there and, you know, interview these people? And it's like, yeah. can I go in your bathroom? I just want to see how clean your bathroom is. <laughs> right. And then right. it's like... Boom, right there. Picking ultraviolet light in there, you know. How come there's nothing <laughs> no, no, no. on the wall? No, no, no. Jason. No, no ultraviolet light. Okay, okay. come on. That's, that's, that's good for CSI. That's good for Again, we'll edit that out. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. But, you know, it, it could just be like, um, you know, okay, we have a debate between these two environmental clean water people. Bring pictures of your bathrooms. Yeah. And right. You're a little, it's about time. The bowl, right? Yeah, you know, it's a little. Why are there fingerprints on the ceiling? What's that about? Uh, anyway, no, but yeah, I want. I mean, how do you vote for people like that, right? Exactly, honestly, and that's the way, at least at the local level, politics has become. It's uh, everyone knows who the senators are, they have kind of a grasp on that, they know who's running for president, but at at the level, which you would think, I mean, has a daily impact on people's lives. No idea who, uh, let alone a mayor of a small city. Yeah. Who are they? Yeah, I don't know. It's just a name on a ballot. Uh, they're in my party, so I'll go ahead and check it off. We, you know, no idea. And, and hopefully this show can help people engage more at the grassroots, you know, and because if you're tired of the way things are going and you want things to change, the only way things are going to change is if people themselves inject new ideas and work towards making those ideas a reality that benefits everybody. Right. Right. I I think at the local level, what you find is it's, it's, it's insiders yeah. and certainly insiders who are directly impacted. I mean, you the, the, the yeah, you know, whatever that, and again, I'm saying wastewater management. I'm not sure what those lines are picking off on the, it off the top of my head. You're going to get so much hate mail but, from like the Kellogg Creek Santa. You, you know, know, I actually, I know about the Kellogg Creek <laughs> oh, issue. No. Yes. And there's uh, um mayor, Mark mm-hmm. Gamba. Is his name Mark? Is that, is that his mayor? Mayor of Milwaukee? I think yeah. he is now, yes. Since Jeremy. Since Jeremy uh, is up you in had King County, yeah. Great guy, too. Um, 
they made some videos, some documentaries about the the Kellogg. There's there's this there's a dam, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. and uh, you can now go down to the Milwaukee <laughs> waterfront and walk around, and you can see this dam. And they want to take the dam out because at one point, uh, back in the old days, there were salmon running from all the way through, you know, right. Reed College down through and going out into the Willamette, and you yeah. know that's a huge. Oregonian kind of issue. We, sure. like, we like our salmon. We right. like our environment. And there's right. really good documentaries on there nice. about, you know, uh, recreational pools that were built and yeah. all this stuff and then abandoned and then, then lumber yeah. mills dumping crap yeah. in the water. Yeah. And, and you, if you take a little time, you watch this, you go, Hey, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. I, I like this. I, yeah, let's do this. I, right. I'm okay with this. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, those types of issues, right? But with the show, hopefully, there's uh, the show is kind of a next step, right? You see something like that, yeah, or you see an issue or a cause or a politician that you want to get behind. Hopefully, the show is the next step where you can see and hear that, and like, okay, so these people have just told me how to call these well, people on the phone, and they've told me how to get a hold of them, the email addresses or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that, that was the thing. I, I watched these videos. I, I don't know how I found them. And I watched the videos. And then I actually went down there and I saw it. And yeah. it, was, it was pretty powerful. It was like, yeah. yeah, I'm behind. You know, how can I get involved? I'm, I'm yeah. behind this. So I'd, yeah. I'd vote for a measure if there's budgeting, whatever needs to happen. So And, and it connects. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of exposing that, that kind of thing and then saying, go here, go do this. It, yeah. It yeah. works pretty well. It works uh, pretty well. And, yeah, we had a download show on the 4th. It was basically me and Doug sitting behind microphones for two hours, uh, talking, working, fle- fleshing out format, and uh, where we want to go with the show and basically what's, uh, what's going to happen. And so this debut show here on, the, on September 11th, 9-11, uh, it's going to be uh, pretty good. I've got some guest people coming in for segments. Uh, almost, almost a John Stewart Daily Showish sort of wow. thing, and uh, I've, I've got some uh, other really cool stuff going on. And it's two hours. It's two hours. It starts at eight p.m. eight to ten on houseofsound.org. and of course you can catch uh, Anarchy Radio, uh, the Northwest's number one internet radio show at uh, www.anarchyradio.net uh, this week. this In fact, tomorrow is our football kickoff show. Uh, uh, we are taking over Flying Pie Pizza in Milwaukee, and uh, we are bringing in the Rex Putnam football team cheerleaders. Wow. <laughs> squad every, I mean, it's going to turn into a giant pep rally. And uh, not only them, but the good folks over at uh, NW. Did the marching band there? Uh, it could, it could, with us, and you never know, right? So we could like marching down McLaughlin, right? The music man ending. No, but that's actually what you guys need to do. It's segue into you need you need you need you know you guys like kind of rumbling there down the street with the marching band and the right anarchy radio t-shirt, which you have. Right. I don't know if that online, but. Yeah, we also have the uh, the good folks at NWWA Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be coming on the kickoff show too because they've got a, a big uh, card on the tenth at the Milwaukee Elks Lodge. Okay, so yeah, you have you guys have have done some 
color commentary for the yeah we'll sign sign the cast that uh, we've got yeah. our uh, own uh, uh, wrestling insider Mason Storm who's been around the business for uh, eons and eons right. and he does the actual. Uh, Play by play because he knows all the holds. Oh, he's got someone to me. If it was left up to me, (laughs) he's got him by an elbow. I don't know what that's called, and radio doesn't work. So, so so your contribution is, ooh, that's got to hurt. Yes, I have three actually. Uh, First one is, oh, (laughs) the second one is, oh, he almost took his head off. And the third one, which is my personal favorite, is rip his arm off and beat him over the head with it. Oh, and if yeah, I can reach yeah. the number three, I know it's a good, been a good, successful. I'll uh, give you number four. Number four. Not the metal chair. Oh yeah, the steel chair, metal chair. We it was a hardcore match last time we did uh, NWWA wrestling. Uh, it was, uh, and I literally, and I heard this when I was going over the audio later, uh, and I said, "Oh my God, he just stapled paper to a man's scrotum." Oh my. It was that hard. That was that. It was that hardcore of a match, and it was something like when I listened to the uh, audio get over it. I'm like, I can't believe that came out of my. Ear. Oh you, you my gosh! ISO of that, but it should have brought that in. Yeah, no place was packed. Use it as your alarm, you know, in the oh, morning. Oh my, wake up, yeah. wake up! It's almost like the uh, Tom Peterson yeah. clock, you know. Yeah. Wake up to a happy day. Uh, it, that's a great, great you anarchy radio one clock. Of the great Supporters, right? Of here, actually, I can set the right. Camera. Mark, what do you think about an Anarchy Radio clock? Yeah, right there. That is a a buzzer and the a man, the legend himself. May he rest in peace. Just recently yes. passed away. Local icon. Local icon. Tom Peterson, furniture salesman, who supported local wrestling. He did for uh, years and years. It is main advertiser. You know, uh, the funny thing about Tom was uh, you didn't know how much he actually impacted your life until I saw the obituary. Because then it, it, the, the flashbacks come back of what, all the wrestling he did, you know, all the commercials, you know, ride Tom's trolley, get a, you know, get a haircut like Tom, haircut, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't mean much if you live in Seattle or anywhere else playing on the globe. But in Portland, if you, if you saw him, you instantly, you know, knew uh, oh wow, that's Tom Peterson. Yeah. I wonder if he can go down and raise trolley. Yeah, I hope his iconic, you know, his icon was his face, this character yeah. of his face. Yes, and I hope that that uh, somehow that stays in in Portland. Like the, the, when people see that, it's it's like you know, I, it's I like was seeing keep Portland weird or right, or yeah. Simpsons drawing or something like that. It it uh, really uh, it tickled me pink. Uh, when I was surfing on the internet the other day, and there's a local uh, uh, cover band, you know, just bar band that plays covers and stuff. It tickled me pink when I went and looked on their page, and their icon and logo, they're called 60 Hertz, and uh, their icon and logo is Tom Peterson's face. There he is. Yep. His iconic, his iconic face. Right, yeah. And here's the... Here's there's the, the clock, the clock. yeah. You know, I am jealous, man. You got a Tom Peterson clock. You may have to frisk me walking out the door because I might be trying to smuggle it out. Well, you know? oh, where'd the clock go? You'll have to. Uh, <laughs> the, TSA, my, the, the TSA, the uh, TSA pat down that with is, the wand. That is not my clock. <laughs> okay, sorry. It was appropriated for the studio right now. Along gotcha. with this uh, 
commandeered, really. Nice. Raccoon thing here. Um, But the Statue (laughs) of Liberty, that is mine. Is that the green hornet car over there? It is. Oh, that's fantastic. And with with, uh, Cato. Yeah. Cato. Yeah. My favorite. Nice. Um, Yeah. Tom... Tom was interesting. I I actually uh, I didn't know Tom well, but I knew him as a kid growing up. Yeah, oh, and yeah. that was through yeah. um, one of the well, you know, it, and this is the White Guys podcast, old White Guy podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, middle aged man. Yes, yes. Um, uh, so. People like us maybe grew up and maybe went to church. I, I know. Once upon a Sunday. Wikipedia church. Right. And so um, you'll have to explain that to your younger viewers if you ever get into that on your show. But Daddy, what's organized religion? Exactly. Um, <laughs> it's like Facebook. but Google Creflo $8. No, yeah. don't do that. But Tom actually was a member yeah. of my church. So you, okay. I would literally, as a little kid, yeah. I would watch. Um, I probably, I think I, I've told this story on podcasts way in the back old days. Uh, I would Portland wrestling, yeah. Northwest wrestling came on on a Saturday night, eleven o'clock. You know, you and your yeah. buddies, you know, uh, you know, gotta watch Portland wrestling. Yep. And uh, Sunday, I'd go to church. And, you know, Tom Peterson had all these wake up and all these bills. There he is. It's like all of a sudden, here, here comes the guy out of my TV selling furniture right. walking past me down the hall <laughs> in the church. It was very interesting. Um, Six degrees of Tom Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he was a – I may have spoke to him once or twice. Uh, once or twice. Nice guy. I mean, it, it was weird. You're in church, so you're not like going, hey, Portland wrestling. Ah, what right. do you think of the kangaroos last night? Did they, you know? <laughs> right. Which is my other Tom Peterson story. Yeah. Famous. It, someone has been archiving some of this on YouTube. Okay. Has found tapes. Yes. Um, by the way, Frank bon- bon- Frank Bonama. Frank Bonama, the original. Was the original. Uh, yeah. Thing. And I, I have a friend, John Barraz, who is good friends with Frank Bonama, nice. actually. Yeah. And so he's got a lot of Bonham stories, uh, crazy stories. Um, but um, uh, Tom Peterson would come on and he'd do live yeah. at the venue, live yeah, yeah, sometimes adverts right. and stuff. Mm-hmm. From the crow's nest. Yes. Yeah. And so someone got a... Great idea to mix that in with the actual talent and the wrestlers. And at one oh. point, there was this scandalous thing where Tom Peterson had a black and white battery-operated television. Oh, no. You'll have to explain television to your right, right. listeners, too. Black and white Six television. Six channels. Um, and, uh, you know, it, and it had, like, 20D batteries or something. You know, I mean, you know, and it lasted for probably, the like, big 20 Duracell, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he comes on, and he's showing this TV, and the bad guys who I think were the kangaroos. Oh, boy. I think. Which yeah. were these guys who Jonathan Boyd, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They came, they ripped the TV out of his hand, and stole all the batteries and ran off. And it was a huge scandal. Huge yeah. professional wrestling scandal. Oh, sure. So you know it's real. Right. But it was funny. I mean, oh. I, I have great memories as a kid. And this is... 
this right. someone else we lost fairly recently, Rowdy Roddy Piper and all these great guys, they all uh, started you know, Andre the Giant. Yep. Um, they were all here. Yeah. They were all in Portland in this I-5 corridor northwest. You got it. Yeah, Portland Wrestling was the proving ground yeah. for the NWA back in the day before yeah. the WWE pretty much took over everything. Yeah. And so once or twice a year, you would see Andre the Giant. Yeah. You would, uh, and such luminaries. I mean, Roddy Piper went on yeah. big things. Rick Martell went on the big things. Yeah. Uh, so many wrestlers. Funny, uh, funny story real quick about Roddy Piper. Uh, we had him finally booked to come on the show. I remember he was so, I mean, he was. I was excited about Mark's this talking to him. He, 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 like, digged the local vibe of it. Yeah. And he's like, I'm excited. This is going to be so much fun. You know, we can talk about anything. Nothing is off the books. Like, wow, this is great. You know, we get to interview Roddy Piper. And then the phone rings, and Mark says, uh, interview, uh, Piper interviews off. Like, yeah, was, he booked or something. Right, literally. I mean, he was coming on literally a week after he. Oh, wow. passed away, and I was like, uh, and I was like, oh, and it's another guy. If you lived in Portland, you right. knew Roddy Piper. I, I remember when you booked that. I didn't realize that 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 was that didn't Is happen it, because of that his timeline. Yeah, he death. literally was scheduled to come on literally the week after he passed. I, away. I remember. I think I think yeah. you actually messaged me, and you were like, guess who I'm gonna right. we're gonna have right. on? And it was like, oh yeah, doc, that's awesome. Doc, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, these guys. I, and he, I remember when he passed. A lot of people, a lot of local people. Yeah, old timers, right? Uh, were were pretty pretty torn up. And some of these guys, these wrestlers. I don't know if yeah. it is like the guys you're hanging out with now, but they were very those those old guys were really involved in the community. They were like you could. You know, they weren't. They do their wrestling thing, and then you'd go to the GI Joes or whatever, and they'd do like an appearance. Oh, yeah, I'll sign some autographs. Very, yeah, very accessible. Very accessible. Mean Mike Miller uh, for years lived next door to me. And I'd go over to his house. He would show me the belt. You know, we'd watch old tapes. Me and me and the Buddha. You know, we're yeah. eating popcorn, watching old tapes. You know, with me and Mike Miller. Uh, my uh, father was friends with Al Madrill, uh, wrestler for years and years. Uh, he knew Sandy Barr. Sandy Barr, yeah. and. Uh, and the you know the bar family yeah, and uh, yeah. so I mean you're in Portland it, it just wasn't something you saw on TV is something that you you could literally walk out your door one day and you would see them on the street or whatever and they would talk to you you know it isn't like today where like hey you know uh, I don't sign anything you know go to a comic con if you want to see me sign oh, something yeah, yeah. I mean these guys stop and talk to you and uh, that's what made the, I think Portland wrestling so cool you know yeah I was I was in. Uh, when I was in grade school, it was like, oh, yeah, what does your dad do? Oh, he's a lawyer. What's your dad do? Oh, he's a machinist. Oh, what's your dad do? He's oh, a he's, pro wrestler. He's a, literally, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I think Maddie Suzuki. Mm. I went to school with this kid. And okay. it was just like, it was like, what's your dad do? Uh, he, he's a professional wrestler. <laughs> Mumbling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the like, Japanese, the big Japanese guy. You see career day in your a, local in a, school. In a, in a, Giant yeah. Cadillac around the neighborhood. That would <laughs> right. be my dad, you know. And yeah. it was just like, okay, well, you know, that's cool, <laughs> you know. 
It's like coolest career day ever. Because my dad's a pro wrestler. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But But those those I would like to see see more. I'm hoping that we get more on YouTube. I know there are some people who have videos that are yes. uh, In fact, I can give you a little inside skinny on that. uh, person uh, to uh, Rich Forget Patterson. Politics and all this other right. stuff. We're just going to talk uh, uh, Portland wrestling. wrestling you know, in the Portland area. Politics, schmaltics. Rich yeah. Patterson, guy that runs uh, Blade, the, the uh, laser broadcasting yeah. Yeah. radio end of it. He uh, helped out with Portland wrestling for years. Was behind. See, he has the pretty much the entire video library, I and think he releases. He's got- a channel on yeah. YouTube, and I think it's his channel. God bless seen. Rich Patterson oh, yes. for for keeping yeah. that stuff around, man. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, uh, he does that. He's uh, been a huge advocate lately of get, making sure people see this stuff. You know, he doesn't, and that's the cool thing. Like, he doesn't like you know, I made videotapes or DVDs, and I'll sell it to you for yeah. eleven ninety. He's ah, no, I well, want everyone. You know, and that, that's so cool. What you are know? you gonna What are you gonna do with the tapes, right? It's gonna be like you and me going up to YouTube and oh my gosh, look at you know this, you know from nineteen seventy eight, you know or yeah, something. Daddy, what's Playboy Buddy Rose? Yeah. Well. Oh yeah. Play, I mean, <laughs> see those those names if you if you grew up around this and you know right local iconic names. Yeah. Um. So so a show. Yes. That mixes paranormal. Paranormal? Conspiracy theories. Yes. And professional wrestling. And professional wrestling. Isn't it great? This is the new show. Right, yeah. This is what we want to do. And that's really the magic of Anarchy (laughs) Radio, man. It's, it's, we have so many tastes. You know, and uh, so and many some heavy metal. Heavy metal. We've had heavy metal. We did a uh, show live from the Ponderosa where we did the ba- uh, Battle of Bands finalist country oh, music. Wow. We've had rap, yeah. uh, jazz. Uh, uh, you know, almost we're almost to the point now where we're going to have on you know uh, a death metal polka at some point. You know, so, something uh, sub 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 niche. What's uh, uh what's your standout? Who are a couple? Some of the music acts you you really like? Oh, kind of uh, local bands. Oh, wow. Um, Tuesday's Project. Uh, they are one of those bands, when you hear Tuesday's Project, you say to yourself, why aren't these guys huge? Why aren't is, these guys is that household? Christine? Uh, no, she uh, she's actually married to okay. the lead singer, yeah. uh, Rob. Rob. Uh, Rob Whitfield, who I right. affectionately, and we all on the show affectionately call him Rock and Roll Jesus, because he's got the long, flowing locks, you know, and the, and the beard. I mean, when you look at those old uh, photos in Sunday school of Jesus, <laughs> hey, that's it, that's Rock and Roll Jesus. But uh, no, Tuesday's Project, fantastic band, uh, another band, uh, The Shrike. And they're just wrapping up their uh, new album. Uh, they're about ready to go on tour again, and uh, they've made quite, you know, a lot of leaps uh, since we've been on the air. A great band. Uh, if you're in the metal, uh, Othrus, Separation of Sanity. Um, the, I mean, so, I mean, we've had to give you an idea, and uh, you could say, "Geez, I can't, I can't believe uh, Jason can't remember all of it." That's fine. Uh, literally, folks, we have had up to this point. 121 bands. 121. Uh, 121. All different bands. Uh, if they come back on the show, it doesn't get added to the number. It's 121 different bands. Nice. And uh, Wow. 100. Wow. That's, yeah. And it's something we uh, were, you know, uh, it's our little badge of honor. There was a time when you were doing Anarchy Radio at yeah. House of Sound, and I would find myself 
there at the time. Usually, like, can you come down and... Right, yeah. Um, yeah. Doc, we pushed the you, button again. Can you please come down and, you know... Click. Right, yeah. All right. Um, show. Uh, and there was a band. They were... I think they gave me a CD. Mm. And was it a guy who was... I mean, it was like... It was like a Lady Gaga thing. He was like wearing a meat outfit or something. I don't know. Yes. It was Dead, an, Dead Animal Assembly Plant. <laughs> great uh, great industrial metal band. Yes. And uh, Dead what, what, what's the Dead Dead Animal, animal Assembly Plant. Assembly Plant. Yes. And uh, uh, interesting group, good music and I, I, I it's it's so cool to interview these people too because you get the public, you know, presentation of what they want to show the public. But I, I the man with the meat costume is a I love how you is a sweet guy. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's oh, a yeah. wonderful guy uh, and he babysits the kids sometimes, you know. We we yeah. Right, yeah. He's uh, very economical. I mean, I I don't know. I think that was maybe Amanda was there yes, that's, it's, it's got to be a, freaked out by the meat guy. Uh, you, interesting uh, side story on that. Amanda <laughs> was actually friends with the drummer. That's how we booked. And, and this is, we should say, Amanda Arnold. Yes. Uh, comedian. Famous local, yeah. Famous local uh, comedian, Amanda lovely, Arnold. Lovely. Uh, probably uh, Mark and my uh, best choice, best best was to get her on the show. Mm-hmm. She yeah. she is wickedly smart and wickedly funny. So fast, bam. And it's one of those people that when you get on the air, like her and Jim Willig, or when they oh, start yeah. talking, you just want to get to the side and let them do what they do best, you know? Yeah. And uh, she is just fantastic. Yeah, you've had, uh, yeah, you've had her and, and Jim Willig, another oh, comedian yeah. who... Christine Levine, Nathan Brennan, who's yeah. now moved to L.A. to... Uh, Go on to bigger and better, you know. And uh, we've had uh, quite a few local comedians, and uh, uh, anything that can make the show funnier rather than just staring at two middle aged dudes, you know, hey, we're all for it. I, I just, you know, I, I've kind of lost the flow of the, the interview here after just thinking guy in the meat suit, you know, it's just like, but anyway. Doc, welcome to my world. Welcome to ADD, yeah. you know. Yeah. Look at the squirrel. <laughs> or a mouse, in yeah. the case of Mark. Right. Really. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I was Dan the rat. Yes, I was there. It wasn't a rat. It was like a little mouse. If it was a rat, you know. Well, right now it's a rat. Next year, if you ask me again, I'm going to say it was a small raccoon-like. It's going to oh. get, get bigger as the time goes on. River. Yes. But, yeah, Mark, uh, uh, he's a... Uh, not friends of mouses. He's not. He's. Not, I would say he's not rodent friendly. This was a tiny mouse. This was a tiny little cute squeaker. You know, kind of. You know, ones that like cats. Did you look into his like, eyes, Doc? He had hatred in his eyes. Well, no. He, he was actually a, a cute, this, cute little mouse. Yeah. I think this was all on the recording. But he had hate in his eyes. Yeah, yeah. Did you stare into him? I mean, Mark's a big guy, and, and just yeah. I, I thought he was. Thought he was going to do the hundred meter dash. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he uh, I, he's like, not rodent friendly, and yeah. uh, I mean, I, I don't like rodent. I don't like rats. You know, river rats per you know, se. Right, kind of the bigger they are, the the scarier they are. But but you know, just yeah. a little tiny thing. It's like well, you're bigger than that thing, and you know, it's no big deal. Right. I had um, I was in Little Italy. 
Okay. New York. Oh, New York rats. Yeah, <laughs> Portland rats ain't nothing. Forget about it. Okay. So Little Italy. Yeah. New York. Yeah. Late, late, late at night. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're just touring around. Uh, I was with a lady you know well. Okay. From House of Sound. Sure. Um, and we were just. Uh, we'll call I, her a Madam X. Madam X. Okay. Um, and and uh, I uh, I was working there and yes. she was there visiting friends so we we. You know, she was like, you gotta get on the subway. You gotta, I was working pretty hard, but it was like, she was forcing me to go out and see the town <laughs> while I was working. So yeah. I was literally mm-hmm. fell asleep on a subway at one point. But we were in Little Italy, like late at night, and we're looking for like a late night bar, maybe get a snack or something. Sure. And walking down the street, and like three or four rats just, you know, there's trash, yeah. you know, of course, yeah, yeah. on the street. And these guys are just like, Coming at us. <laughs> They're just 3D, right? They yeah. go, hey, hey, what are you doing? Hey, you're in it. You know, I mean, right. I swear they had Italian accents. Well, yeah, you and need they just sort too. of, kind of. They own the road. Scampered sure. past us. And it was like, she's like, and she didn't flinch. She was just like, yeah. she's an animal person. But she's like. She's <laughs> an animal person. Rats are going, eh. She's like, yeah. She, catch that and i'm like yeah i'm not even thinking about it we're in new york man whatever right. forget about forget it forget about forget it forget about it so right yeah but new york rats are they're they're on a whole different level than portland rats okay yeah they're rats right mark mark would have mark would have beat usain bolts uh, right, uh, sprint uh, record, sprint record yeah. at the Olympics. Yeah. Had he been there? Oh yeah, New York rats. Not only do they creep you out, they will actually mug you. Yes, I no, mean, it, is, it was exactly. Yeah, it was just like, don't say anything. Just keep walking straight and <laughs> don't eye contact. Don't look at anything. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Just like don't make eye contact with the rats. <laughs> Seriously, that was kind of like it. So just yeah. like, you know. Uh, uh, anyway. Fantastic. Well, I do appreciate you being here. No, thank you. Uh, when uh, <laughs> when you uh, said that you were going to launch a uh, brand new wow. venture out into the world, I said, uh, you know, that's what this show needs. A fat, bald guy sitting yeah. in front of camera for an hour talking about weird things. Yeah, two old white guys. That's, that's you know, it's just underrepresented in media, I think, today. Right. Yeah, yeah, the diversity. Yeah, well, I mean, I, yeah, I appreciate that you came here. No, and, yeah, and um, I've been, we've been talking. You've been talking about your new thing with yeah. me for a long time, and I've been talking about this for a long time. And yeah, so he's yeah, been yeah. kind of like, you know, it, it's cool to see things go from just idea into fruition. That's a, uh, I mean, from I mean, for you, I mean, it, it, it's got to be one of the satisfying things, right? I mean, you you created it. And uh, the word for it is yes among the young people the millennials oh, yes. there it is millennial is speak ideation ideation I have to remember yes. that ideation uh, one of my favorite new words that I can't stand that yeah. comes up okay. all the time I have got lots of pet peeves okay okay lay it on me you know well no I mean you know there there was you know oh I still got to give you my conspiracy theory real oh quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah well there's all these uh, you know okay, kind well, of the tech startup or you know disruption and ideation and yeah. there's a ton of them i can't even think of them right now but when when i read them you know mashable or tech like oh, right what is, what is doc normal's word of the week that just yeah what is it i think we're gonna do that here. yeah um you know i did have a word of the week oh i do have a word of the week okay 
I do have a word of the week. And okay, it's excellent. Relevant to what you're doing. All right, lay it on me. And I'm actually going to make a t shirt. <laughs> excellent. It is, and it's not, no big surprise, it is Peacenick. Peacenick, yes. Peacenick. I haven't heard that in a while. Peacenick. I haven't heard it in a while, and I'm bringing it in back. In the 50s, it was Beatnik. In the 60s, it was Peacenick. Peacenick. Yeah, yes. and I'm going to bring that back. Excellent. I want to make t-shirts. I want to wear the t-shirt. Peacenick. I'd be happy to you know, have other people. Tie-dye, maybe? The Peacenick. Well, I'm kind mm. of a black t-shirt guy right, myself, right, right, a little right. more Henry Rollins-ish, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's time. I think I think Bring we need a lot more Peacenick. Um, I can get behind that. World. Yeah, I can get, I can get behind that. So that's a cool word. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he ever like I, I'm a huge word guy too. Oh, you're gonna love yeah. this. Are there some word? There are some words that when you say the the definition is innocent enough, but just the word sounds dirty. Yeah, right, true. Like you could say anything, you could talk about anything. If you use the word mastication, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my, oh wow, oh that don't sound right. Oh, mastication. I, that was cause for constant giggles and laughters in seventh grade biology class. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. And it was like, no, you need to learn this word. <laughs> you know, and all. Of course, I was like kind of the nerd kid, so I was like, well, actually. <laughs> actually. Actually, it's not what you think it is. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's my nerd voice. Well, um, pretty close yes, to my nerd yes, voice, too, yeah. Mastication. mastication. There's, there's all sorts of wonderful words, but Peacenick. Peacenick. Let's Peacenick bring that back, back. dude. You, and that's a doc. He's the, he's the guy that's behind Peacenick. this. The whole movement. Uh, I looked. Hashtag. I even looked it up, and they attributed uh, first use, according to online, is 1962. And it, and it was right, yeah. And it was yeah. kind of... Um, Stemmed out of the beat, beatnik sort of thing. It uh, did. Yes. Into the early uh, folk. Well, what I, yeah, what I didn't know was yeah. that... Um, because oh, uh, peacenik to me was always like, well, that's a like a Russian play on a what, what a, they called hippies. Peace, the, what the Russians activist. called the hippies, yeah, like and a they're socialists or red. Yeah. yeah, and um, actually, like beatnik, it, uh, Nick is a Slavic for er. Okay, so like you don't have a beater, so it's a peacer. Beatnik. Yeah. Hey, you're yeah, a peacer. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> so it, since peacer kind of sounds dumb, right. Peacenick, Nick. which is also yeah. why we have Beat Nick. I was like, I didn't know that. I just figured. Yeah, Beater like, wouldn't sound very good. No, no. Beater, a piecer. No. Oh, that Jack Kerouac. He's such a beater. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Ginsburg, what? So, uh, yeah. but anyway, I just think we need a lot more tie dye. Bring it back, and a dude. Lot more Peace Nick. And um, that's, that's my main political issue. Folks, what I want you to do right now is when you see this, I want you to go on any social media you got, whether it be Tumblr, Facebook, whatever, and I want you to write a post, hashtag Peacenick. Yes. And yes. Uh, it's, it's going to grow. But I want to tell you my uh, yes. uh, conspiracy theory story. All right. Uh, when I started uh, thinking about I want you to do a uh, political show, uh, I noticed that some, some on the real hard right, they have all these conspiracy theories, you oh, know, yeah. and I mean, I want to do one of my own. I, I want to do this. And so I came up with a conspiracy theory. I swear it's real. I swear it's real. All right. You heard it here first. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald Trump. Yes. Okay? He spray tans 
with Cheeto dust. That's how he gets orange, okay? And so when everyone says, geez, I don't understand how Trump is so popular with people, they don't like him. They're just smelling the Cheeto stuff, and they're hungry. They don't like him. They're just hungry, right? And so I figured with that and with his Messiah complex, I'm going to, we're going to term a new word, Cheeto Jesus. Cheeto Jesus. Cheeto Jesus. Hashtag Cheeto Jesus. Are so, you sure that's not? That's I don't know. Because, you know, people always well, like, you know. have potato chips. It's like, look, it's Cheeto Jesus. Cheeto. Right. I just yeah. figure with the orange, you know, yeah. his orange spray tanning it. That's my conspiracy theory. He is. He, how does he get that orange complexion? I like, I like I mean, that, that almost sounds like. He uh, Cheetos. You know, here in Southeast Portland, we have the design studio, Cheeto Jesus. Look at our branding. <laughs> right next to Portlandia, yeah. you know. And to your left, you know, out of state people, to your left, if you look, you'll see Cheeto Jesus. Yeah, that or Saturday market, we, right? For the Bonneville, we've done branding for Bonneville, Nike. Oh, Cheeto Jesus? Yeah, Cheeto I know him. Oh, he's down at great, great design studio, Cheeto Jesus. Right. He's the Cheeto Jesus. He's down at Saturday market. Doesn't he do like karaoke yeah. down there? I think Cheeto Jesus is not him. Um, no. Uh, so, so I, yeah. I will back up your conspiracy theory. Thank you, thank you. Because there's more to it. There which is. I think is actually true. There and is. This is this is um, fair time. Yes. Like balance, fair and balance. Fair and balance. Yes. So you know, okay. we're talking about Trump. Okay. I think you have to talk about the other candidate, Hillary. Sure. Hillary Clinton. Okay. Do we want a conspiracy theory for her? Well, I'm just saying. Okay. He. He's using the Cheeto dust yes. to turn orange. Yes. Hillary Clinton, uh-huh. when she gives a speech, yeah. is having – she's coughing a lot. She's, she's and Actually, that's in the news recently. She, she had a, another big coughing fit. Yes. Yeah. One of her things. Yeah. And as she was coughing, like in between coughs, she tried to make a quip, and she said, I'm actually allergic to Donald Trump. Yes, I heard. It's yes. the Cheeto dust. Uh-huh. Hillary is allergic to Cheetos. Exactly. Wow. There you go. That's going to cause quite a stir in the debates then. There we go. I know. Oh. He's going to like shed the Cheeto dust. <laughs> and right. Where is this going? It's quite interesting. Uh, the pendulum shift you see going back and forth. If you like, if you take the long view of politics, the back and forth, a swing. I mean, uh, uh, one of the last things I know we're running a little over time here, but one of the last things I'll leave you with is, uh, as far as a pendulum swing, uh, what I said on our down low show. And it's something that even after I said it, after I've told myself in my head a million times, it just kind of, wow, the party of Lincoln is now the party of Trump. Yeah. Digest that, you know. Uh, and I went off on a rant. I, you know, uh, uh, you know, party of Lincoln is now a party of Trump. Uh, Reagan wanted to tear down walls. You know, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall, and mm-hmm. you've got another one trying to build them now. And so it's, it's such a huge... Uh, and again, I'm biased. Right. Uh, but it's just, to me, if you like to take the long view, uh, especially, you know, world politics, American politics, U.S. politics, uh, quite the pendulum shifts back and forth. You know, it's from a from a history geek standpoint, it's always, wow, interesting. Yeah. You know? I, I think I think one of the larger problems, you, you said the phrase earlier about, you know, it seems like politics, like everything right now mm. in the 21st century is immediate it's, yeah it's immediate it's not certainly not looking backward just 
to inform. And no. oh. it seems rather that we're not looking forward. Um, there's a great um, speaker and author, uh, Douglas Rushkoff, and I've, okay. I've had the opportunity on several occasions to film yeah. uh, keynote talks that he's given. And he was in Portland in May giving his latest one. But he's, he's got a new book out called uh, Throwing Rocks at the Google Bus. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. And before that, he provocative. Had, yeah. Before that, his book was uh, Future shock yes not, not future shock oh, okay I, present, I recognize present shock okay it's, it's a play on alvin toffler's gotcha future shock. okay and and his whole premise of that book and and his talk is that exactly that that once we kind of crossed over yeah into the 21st century in the yeah. millennium we stopped kind of looking ahead everything's now yeah uh, everything is connected and, and, now and that's exactly his premise it's mm. now like in the 20th century, right. we were looking ahead always, like, what's that future? Well, yeah, you had to because you know? everything delivered took time. Uh, nowadays, yeah. you don't have to wait for the next day's paper. You don't have to wait for the 11 o'clock news. You know in real time what's going on, and so people uh, react right. in real time, and uh, which is a blessing and a curse because sometimes you need that time to digest something, right. to formulate your own philosophy and your own opinion about something, and, and then to uh, articulate it to the best of your ability. All right, gone is the delivery systems of, of of the era where everything sounded just you know Hollywood esque because people actually sat down and like maybe I want to think about it before I say something. Uh, we're at the point now where you've got literally major nominations for an American. Uh, political party saying you know, their power words are big league, mm-hmm. you know, and, and saying the word tremendous 50 times in a, in a 20 second soundbite. And, uh, but that, that in and of its own is a whole nother show, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll leave you with that. I think that that's, um, I, I think that that's a, a piece of the, the puzzle and a piece of the problem is the Doug, Douglas Rushkoff kind of idea of that, uh, Present shock the and yeah, it, that's I, exactly as I think the now civilization will adjust to it though. I mean, it take it takes time, especially uh, old codgers like me. Yeah, I, I you know I I my kids marvel at me when I tell them of a world before the internet, right. the world before there were cordless cell you know cell phones. But that's what we you know. But that's what we looked forward to and yes. dreamed of. Yes, Jet, then, the Jetsons. Yeah, to you think watch about Jetsons. someday wow. I might have a computer in my hand that could access all the world's knowledge. Right. You know, the Expo Future World, where you'd go there yeah. and you'd see all the gadgets of the future. Wow, the 21st century is going to be great. And, so and now we take for granted. Is what What is that Expo Future World? And what is that? I mean, in the yeah. in the 20th century, when you were growing up. That was a utopian world. It's like, you know, racism and all this stuff is going to starvation and these things. But now it's what is what are those big problems we're going to solve? And uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not seeing it. I'm I'm seeing some great science, which I follow a lot, which I focus a lot on. But but I think that's about it. The major difference is again we're going off in left field yeah, here, yeah. but the major difference I think is in our day when we were young and we were growing up, we saw technology and we leaned on it. 
mm-hmm. this is going to cure all the evils. This is going to cure famine. Yeah. It's going to cure everything. And then we in are some, now. In some ways, it did. In some ways, it does. In some, in some ways, especially delivery systems and the connectivity is uh, is a blessing in its own right. Um, but I, I think that we've now gotten to this age where the millennials, the young, the youngsters of the world, <laughs> uh, they look and then they see the picture that we've drawn for them, and that doesn't necessarily connect with them. And you know, you said this is going to cure everything, and it's still kind of the same. So, right, right. Well, I think I think we'll wrap it up. I yes. discreetly move the right. well, move the, the little uh, montage four hours later. So, Doc, you know, yeah. tell me about now. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I want to thank you. For yeah, being thank here. you, Jason. Yeah. I really do appreciate it. No, um, it's, it's uh, been kind of an interesting. Uh, start yeah no know. it's a pleasure and an honor to, to hang be honest, out I've, I've had a lot of this set up for quite some time and i've had i love it i love it professional lighting uh the technology behind this is just i mean it's top shelf thanks. so i mean thanks uh if if this is only the launching pad oh my gosh uh Pretty soon, I'm going to be trying to get a hold of you, and I don't know Jason Allen anymore. Who is he? Never heard of him. Yeah, and, you know, or I'll tell him. You know, we'll do lunch sometime in the year 2020 something. Yeah, but no, it's, it's uh, been a pleasure and honor. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. Well, thanks for being here, and I uh, look forward to your new show. Yes, and new anarchy stuff. Yes. Um, any parting thoughts for the kids out there? Parting thoughts. Uh, yeah, tune in. Uh, www.anarchyradio.net. We are the Northwest number one internet radio show. We've just launched our brand new website and uh, streaming from that and from there only. And uh, the future is so bright, I'm going to wear shades. Nice. And if you nice. figure out, you youngsters and millennials figure out where that's from, uh, get on the anarchyradio.net, tell me where it's from, and I'll send you like a Tootsie Roll in the mail or something. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, thanks, Jason. And this has been the first inaugural, inaugural, hopeful, hopefully many uh, Portland conversations, pdxconvo.com. I am the former and current Doc Normal. Um, (laughs) The artist formerly known as. Yes. And uh, I'll see you soon. Take care.